It's all about football. It's all about the bandwagon that we call the Wellington Phoenix. And it certainly is. It's bandwagon with room for everybody. It's gaining momentum. And now eight games undefeated in the A-League from a team that apparently, for all money, were going to be wooden spooners at the start of the season. 300 games in. Andrew Durante, skipper of the side, joins us now. And I expect you're going to swallow your ears, your grin so big at the moment, Jura. What a run you blokes are having. Yeah, it's, it's been great. It's um, eight games now, club record, undefeated. And... Um, yeah, going from strength to strength, we're finding new ways to win. Um, I think that probably pretty much summed up um, the game on the weekend to be 2-0 down against the team coming last. Uh, you know, I was just thinking, oh, no, it can't be happening on my milestone game. And we've asked for a big crowd. The, the numbers have showed up and, and we're putting on a performance like this. But, you know, the second half, the belief we had that, you know, we went in at halftime and we just said, boys, we're going to win this game. You know, you know there's no problem just... Um, you yeah, have a positive attitude and, and we went out there and we steamrolled them and it was it was a great way to finish off a, a special night. Well, it helped what it was only a couple of minutes into the second half when suddenly they were they were down a man. That was quite fortuitous for you guys, but it looked like you you had it anyway, the way you were pressing. Yeah, I felt even if they, were, they had 11 men on the field, the, the mindset and the, and the way we were approaching that second half, um, we would have you know potentially won anyway. Um, you know, but the guy got sent off because of, of good play. We we got Roy in behind. He was too fast for him. And, you know, as he's about to take a shot, he gets brought down. So, um, yeah, it, it definitely helped that we got a goal so early. But uh, I think we still would have won the game anyway. So what happened in the first half then? You look at that 45, and I'm presuming that uh, Coach Redan had a bit of a spray in the sheds at halftime as well. But what, what got away from you in that first half to allow a lowly team like Central Coast to actually go two up? Yeah, I think the most frustrating thing was that we spoke about that during the week. Mark actually pointed out that they're actually really good starters in all the games that they've played. They come out really aggressive. Um, I think they've been leading in five of their games um, you know, in the first half. So we knew that they would start well, and and we weren't ready for it. We we were we were lethargic. We were sloppy. Um, and and to be fair, they were just a better team. They were they were doing everything better than us. They were winning all the second balls, and yeah, we got a rocket at halftime, um, rightly so. And you made some tactical uh, adjustments, and yeah, we, we completely turned it around for ourselves. Andrew Durante joining the program for the Wellington Phoenix. Can you uh, maybe look to the fact though that you didn't have Munda? He's still uh, serving that suspension. Uh, there was no roofer in there as well, so you kind of you had your, your defence and your midfield rejigged to a degree. So I suppose if anything, you can use that as, as a wee bit of an excuse, can you? Uh, look, Monday and, and Rufa have been sensational um, playing as the two sixes. They've, they've really had sensational seasons to date. Um, but then you bring in, you know, Kopczynski, who's, who's a very experienced player, won a lot of things overseas in, in Poland. Uh, Mitch Nichols, extremely experienced in the Australian League. So we didn't lose a lot in terms of experience. Um, we just, we weren't at the races. And, you know, those two guys are definitely not to blame for any of it. There was too many of us um, not performing well. So uh, it's definitely, I wouldn't use it as an excuse. Well, I did. You could have just jumped on the <laughs> yeah. coattails and gone, yeah, no, that's no. right, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the, the adjustments and the changes, how subtle for that second half? What did you do that maybe isn't that uh, more apparent to the untrained eye, i.e. me? Yeah, so we, uh, the coach took off uh, Mitch, one of our sixes, Mitch Nichols, and brought on uh, Killian Sheridan, and um, we went more attacking. So we just had the one holder um, and brought an extra striker on, and, and it paid dividends. Uh, Killian was involved in, in the first goal. I think he was involved in the second goal as well. Uh, he, he's fantastic. He's something different that we haven't had at this football club for a while. A, a really big, tall target man. He's flicking things on for Roy and Willow to, 
the chase. He holds the ball up really well. So, you know, it's two weeks in a row he's come on off the bench and, and really changed the game for us. What, so you're taking on the victory on Sunday. Is there a chance maybe Killian Sheridan might get the nod to start, or is that too soon? Um, yeah, potentially. I don't know. We'll see this week, um, you know, what the coach decides to do tactics-wise. Um, you know, if he does decide to start him, then um, it'll be for a, a tactical reason. I think Roy and Willow have both been you know, excellent in, in the games they've played. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. But, um, you know, he's, he's been great. He's a, he's a super signing uh, to get in January and uh, hopefully he continues playing this well, Killian. Now, you've, you've lived in Wellington for long enough now, probably far too long, uh, much longer than you thought you'd ever would. I couldn't say far too long. It's a lovely place. But uh, we've we, we got 10,000-plus finally. Someone won the 30K, which is fantastic over the weekend. Frustrating that you're not getting bigger crowds, especially considering the run that you're on, or is it just a case that I hear from everybody in Wellington, nobody's bloody here over the Christmas period. They're civil servants. They've all gone home. Yeah, I can understand um, over the Christmas period why the crowds probably weren't as big as, as what um, the performances were showing. Uh, 10,000 was fantastic. They they saw a hell of a, a game. Um, five goals uh, come from behind game. So I think the guys that uh, were there will, will definitely be coming back for more. And it's a slow process. We're, we're going to slowly build and build uh, throughout the season. I understand that a lot of fans maybe have been turned off from previous seasons and are, I guess are sitting there waiting, or are they actually the real deal or not? And I think they can see that we are. So you know, I've got no doubt that the numbers will continue to show up and get bigger and bigger. Yeah, we certainly hope so. Uh, now, as far as victory, they're playing tonight, aren't they? So they've had slightly slack legs come Sunday, or is that not the case of professional footballers? It's just a, you know, just a few days break between games. Um, yeah, I think we showed. We, we played Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, um, and majority of the team started... Um, all three games and, and most of us played 90 minutes so you know this day and age to back up midweek is, is no problem um, so I, I don't imagine they'll be lethargic or anything like that we'll, we'll definitely go there with an attacking mindset put them under pressure like we did last time I thought we had a really good game against Victory uh, last time we played them so it's going to be an interesting battle two teams that are in really good form um, and yeah hopefully it's a, a win for us Yeah there's a big split now there's a divide isn't there happening in the A-League between the haves and the have-nots and you're in the haves column which is unusual but it's looking like we're seeing who the front runners are now just when you look purely at results over the last well, over this Christmas break Yeah there is there's a little bit of a gap from the top six now I think we're ten points clear of of seventh spot, but um, you know that can that can change quickly. A few wins on the trot from the teams below, and if, if we stumble or if the team below stumbles, so you know we're we're definitely not um, cemented our spot in there. But you know we're doing well. We're we're taking it week by week, and we're just continually trying to improve and, and get better and better and find new ways to win. And um, yeah, like you said, it's, it's such a good feel. It's such a good buzz around the football club at the moment, and, and you can feel it. You can feel the energy around the city here in Wellington, and um, it's great. And, and I hope it continues. Was your heart in your mouth a wee bit though toward the end of that Central Coast game when they just about pinched one back again? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was my, yeah, it was. You know, it was, it was good, good, um, good effort from the linesman to pick that up. But uh, yeah, it was. I was thought uh, we, surely we haven't thrown this away. But um, yeah, the VAR decision went our way, and uh, look, I think on the night we we probably deserved the win. Right. So Rufus back. I'm presuming on Sunday uh, away from the, the yellow card suspension, didn't he? And Monday still got like one game to serve. Is that right? No, they're both they're both available now. Both available. Um, Monday, yeah, Monday had uh, his three week game reduced to two weeks, so he's available for, for the victory game as well. Oh, it's, it's going to be great, and of course for you playing three hundred games as well, and uh, and all the room around. I think you even made mention of it. What you might go around again next season. Do you? <laughs> it's amazing. We've got a couple <laughs> no, of victory we'll too for old legs, eh? <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm enjoying my football. I really am. Uh, you know, Mark Rudin's come here and he's completely transformed the club. Uh, and I'm loving it. All the players are really enjoying their football. Obviously, winning games helps out a lot. But, um, you know, the work rate and, and the camaraderie inside the change room is, is, you know, the best it's been for a very long time. And the whole um, uh, Stephen Taylor situation, does that affect the club in any way, shape or form? On a personal note, I couldn't care less. It's got nothing to do with the game. He's not doing anything illegal or morally unsound. But does that cause a bit of a ruckus or are you guys cool with that? No, it doesn't cause a ruckus at all. Like you said, it's you know, it's not not much of a story, a single lad, um, you know, having having a few girlfriends. So it's uh you know, it's not it's not a major story. He's handling it really well, he knows what the story is and um yeah, I'll leave it at that. Anything else uh, we need to know ahead of this game on Sunday? Anything else that we can uh, we can thieve from you? Got any inside information, mate? Um no, nothing nothing major. Um like I said there might be a few changes in the lineup from, from last week, but um uh, the boys will be fired up and, and ready to go. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be huge. Hey, congratulations. It's been a great run so far. But as we know, it's still mid-season. There's still plenty of water to flow into said bridge. But let's hope you guys carry on notching up the ones and the three points right the way through. Good on you, Jura. And congratulations awesome. on your 300, mate. Well deserved. Thanks, Dust. Cheers, mate.